my friends, and welcome into another edition of the JMac Podcast. I, I'm going to break a promise here, not really a promise, but one of my own guidelines. And that is that I've said that I don't want to give a voice to uh, the extremes on either side. I don't want to help spread their message. Um, but in this case, I just feel like it has to be mentioned, it has to be shared, not because of what was said, but because of the lack of response from the political party that this individual represents. Now, you know, I've said over and over again that I believe that you have to hold your own to a higher standard and that if you let things continue to go on and you don't say anything about it, then it's a, it's a tacit acceptance. You become complicit in what they're saying. And this time, of course, once again, we're talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene and she is because she's not getting put in check because she is not being reprimanded or spoken out against by her party. She is getting worse and worse and worse. And she's going to continue to inflame and continue to say things that are dangerous and that honestly are really not, I mean, how do I put it nicely? Not sane. I mean, I said this about Kanye West the other day, and what I tried to express was that one of the reasons I don't attack things that Kanye has been saying is because I feel as though there is possibly some form of mental illness going on. And I say that in a very compassionate and empathetic way. Uh, He is a man who has a tremendous voice, but when you have that big of a microphone, but when you're struggling with issues, it magnifies everything. And I just have to wonder if Marjorie Taylor Greene is in this same place. If she's not, if, if she's, if she's literally, uh, not facing any of these issues, then what she's saying is, uh, incredibly, incredibly I'm going to say evil. It's it's corrupt. It's misguided. And somebody besides me, somebody in Republican leadership has got to speak out about what she is saying. It is crazy. And that's not a term that I like to use uh, because I like to focus on actions, not on individual character or or those types of things. But uh, if you haven't heard, here's what she said. Now, here's what she said. This is the New York Post, and she's talking about January 6th. She said, I want to tell you something. If Steve Bannon and I had organized that, we would have won. Not to mention we would have been armed. Now, Bannon was in the audience and it's unclear how the crowd reacted. Do do you understand what a sitting United States Congresswoman is saying? She's saying we would have succeeded in taking over the Capitol and in essence, overthrowing the government. 
overthrowing a free and fair election without any evidence. Now, are you telling me that a sitting U.S. congressman can sit there and say this kind of nonsense and not get any clap back from the Republican Party? Like, they're treating her like the... Uh, the crazy uncle that comes to Thanksgiving dinner and says crazy things, but nobody wants to counter what he's saying because he's he's crazy Uncle Joe. And so we don't, you know, you don't want to get into it with him because there's no reason to do that. She is literally suggesting that they should have gone in with their with guns. And and so my question for her and my question for the Republican Party is. What's going to stop her next time? And how many of her followers are sitting there going, yeah, next time we're going to use guns. Next time we're going to be armed to the hill. Next time we don't get our way politically, we're going to commit acts of violence. That's what we're going to do. And, you know, it's remarkable. These are the same people who would criticize uh, anybody during the uh, riots because of racial injustice, they would criticize them and say those people need to be locked up and put away. But when it's violence for something they agree with, well, we should have, we would have gotten the job done. We would have used arms and we would have made it happen. This is out in public. This is not behind the scenes. This is, this is in front of everybody that she's saying this kind of stuff. Republicans, please, please stop this madness. Let the world know that you do not support this. Silence is not enough. She said, and then she said some crazy stuff. I don't even want to share this, but I'm going to read to you what you said here. But parents, if you're listening in the car, uh, you might want to uh, turn the volume down for just a minute uh, or you're going to have some explaining to do to your children. So this is what she said, quote, she said, quote, by the way, you can pick up a butt plug or a dildo at Target and CVS nowadays. I don't even know how we got here. This is the state that we are living in right now. The audience didn't seem at all that amused by her bringing it up. And I guess she did apologize. <sighs> then she went on to say how her and the new Republican-controlled House and her colleagues plan to attend to issues they consider important, including the Hunter Biden laptop issue, President Biden's handling of certain matters, over these past two years. This woman has no clue or concept about the foundation of this country. She has no clue or concept about how to resolve your political differences. She has no understanding of how a representative government is supposed to work. She believes that everything that you want should be taken by force. And she clearly laments the fact that she has to go through this legislative process to get these things done. Now, as I said, there's only one of two things going on here. 
first of all, uh, she may have issues. And those issues are making her susceptible to this type of QAnon type belief system. Um, I tend to believe more that's probably what's going on. Um, or she truly believes these things and she somehow has convinced herself that the United States of America is about forcing your religion on people. It's about forcing your beliefs on people. It's about attacking the Capitol with arms. Uh, if you don't get things the way that you want to get them. Um, and if, if that's the case, I mean, either way, either way, the Republican Party should be making it very clear that they do not stand by and they do not support this system of beliefs. And they should be letting her know that they need to tone it, that she needs to tone it down. Unfortunately, she's not alone. And unfortunately, apparently because of her support, she's gonna wield some power because nobody is willing to counter what she is saying. This is frightening to me when a political party is afraid to tell somebody, hey, no, we're not going to march on the Capitol when we don't like the election results uh, with guns. We're not going to do that. Just so you know, that's not in our platform. That's, that's outside of what we believe. So if you believe that, go join another party, go form your own party, whatever else. We're not going to do that. Uh, so I call on all Republicans to uh, to stop the madness, to uh, stand up for what is right, to stand up for truth, and to let Marjorie Taylor Greene know, and more importantly, let the American people know that you do not stand by this type of language or behavior. If not, you become complicit in the very language that she is using. My friends, please do this. Please like, share, and subscribe wherever you are watching so that we can help get this message out. Also, uh, help me be able to bring these videos to you on a regular basis. Go to jmcfarland.com, click on uh, members, and become a member of the JMAC Members Club. I'll put a link in the description for you. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll let your uh, Republican representative know that they need to speak out against Marjorie Taylor Greene before her actions turn into more violence.